So you never actually like sung something out to yourself in the shower. Did you hear him? Like, <laughs> have no, you heard his voice? Have you heard, no, <laughs> he feels no. like he's musically inclined, right? So, no. okay, I have a question. I'm why are you picking to, on the failure of Turks? I'm just, I'm not. It's not failure. You are. You just said, why did you fail? You literally, you, you created a career for him. Okay. <laughs> Your okay. failed career. <laughs> okay. Well, this is me encouraging him to go back at it. Cool. How about we encourage you? Talk to us about your failed career as a book writer. Oh, that's 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 a long story. Oh, no, no, no. We got time. We got time. Long enough for a book. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, you know. Got you. Which one do you want to start with? Oh, there's books. There's books. There's multiple I remember there's only one book. There's the one book that's the consuming, uh, you know, uh, like (laughs) idea that I feel like I need to get out to me. Okay. How did that go? Terribly. <laughs> I stopped the longest time. I remember ago. you had like big charts and everything in character building and developing and whatnot well, and try to. That's what they tell you to do, right? He was working yeah. with an author, my guy. Yes. 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 A, no, a, 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 a writing a published author. A writing coach. Okay. A writing coach. There yes. we go. Also a published author slash writing who coach slash couldn't help Shams. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What did like what did the person say? He or she? She she was a she, it right? Was a she. Uh, what did she say? They're like, yo, fuck this book. Yeah. <laughs> just hung up on your face. No, she gave me a lot of encouraging uh, advice. There was a lot of exercises. You know. What was the encouraging advice? Stop. Stop. <laughs> don't stop. do this. <laughs> I, was, I was actually, it was actually don't stop. Like, don't, oh, really? don't overthink it. Don't, like, just write. Oh, see, don't overthink it. And Shamsi, they go, yeah, uh, yeah. See? they don't go hand in hand. Oil you need to overthink. Oil and water, my God. That's why, yeah. that's why it stopped. <laughs> that's why the progress was quite minimal, unfortunately. Let's dive, deep dive into your overthinking. Why do you overthink, Shamsi? Uh, I have a lot of brain. (laughs) (laughs) This this is why the book failed. (laughs) This is why. I have a lot of brain. What you say is a lot of brain. (laughs) (laughs) In medical terms, it's (laughs) mucho (laughs) brain. Like, I feel the need to exercise all of my thinking energy into hypothesizing all the possible outcomes of scenarios or maybe philosophy or maybe yeah. throw all big words at once and, and see what sticks I, yeah i got big words yeah. look at my no, big see, words the big words don't don't necessarily build the book it's not about big words it's about the story it's about the narrative it's about what you're trying to express Takfa, tell me more yeah what was yeah. The, what, what, was the what was the story about like shit going sideways. No, 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 no. Tell us what the story is about. Or I'm gonna unveil it. <laughs> it was. It was the. Inevitable. I'm joking, but I don't remember. To be honest, it, it was. It was a apocalyptic story. That okay, was, that was the direction it was going. To and he, apocalypse and Champsy right. hand in hand. Exactly. Keep going. See, yes. Yes. there's a lot that of makes, yes. that makes sense. There, okay, there's a lot of research. A guy who preaches a lot about peace yeah. thinks about anarchy all day. Yeah. Are you Are you talking about one character or multiple characters or? It's a like world, wasn't it? A world. It's a world. It's a world. Okay, a world. so you're talking about the world. It's like whoop. Have you? You know, World War Z. Yes. Okay. So that idea for me was a very not low- the movie, the book, the book. Yes. Okay. Do you know? Do you know anything about? The yes, book? I know. Okay. I know the movie. Okay. The movie. I know the book. Fuck the movie. Fuck the movie. Fuck the movie. <laughs> Fuck the movie. Exactly. Fuck the movie. No, no, no. So the book is way too different. The okay. book was written from the perspective of multiple characters throughout the chapters. Right. It. You know, the idea was okay. Shit, a zombie outbreak happens and it spreads throughout the world. The way the book is structured, the way it's written, is that you get to see how the story started and all the way to the end from people who lived through different events. It's basically a documentary by this guy that's going around after the world war interviewing everyone who uh, was participated uh, basically. Yes. So the structure of that book attracted me a lot. I was trying to execute something similar. So it's like the BBC basically. 
Kind of. Yes. It's a sense. documentary about a world war that had zombies. Yes. Okay. Basically. Which is like the, the, the listening to it as a as a, an audio book with all the voice actors. That's what I was thinking. Ooh. I was thinking this one you need it as an audio book. For me. I'm not gonna sit there. I, I, I think I think that would be awesome, honestly. Because I haven't read the book. I only listened to the audiobook and it's, because it's, it's the, amazing. The way it's written, even like the language used, the way the expressions come out, it's like an Indian general or an American doctor or like a British scientist. So all of it is just very there's there's a very strong element of world building, which is you know very attractive in that book. Yeah. So I I was trying to execute something similar. How big is the book? It's not that big, actually. It's like yeah, big. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, not, okay. It's not that big. Oh, so it's three hours. Uh, it's like a audio. It's like a two hundred page. I don't remember. I don't remember. Imkin, Imkin, the whole weekend, like going and then going back. Ooh. This is way back college thing. But either way, it's worth uh, it's worth the listen. Yeah, I don't care about that. I'm still the champion's book. He's trying to figure ah, out. His okay, book. so I'm trying to explain to you like the format. That okay. Was, like, the format that was okay. that was supposed to go. So on. basically, you have so you, you figured out the format. Yes. And we were good. And then, and then like okay, <laughs> now we need like to I, with the actual writing. It was like I found what I wanted. The actual writing process. Won't you stop? COVID, right? Before COVID, no, it was, it was a bit before COVID. Actually, the thing with it, which the excuse I keep giving to myself is that I need to get in the right mind space for it. When in reality, it's much more. I need to get the first draft out and then work on a second draft and a third draft yes. and a fourth draft because yes. that's how it works. Otherwise, you know, the words are are stuck inside. They're not on the page or on the paper or whatever. Mm. As so, a yeah. That's as, another as failed project. I'm sorry, but as a creative, the one excuse that I hate is <laughs> I'm waiting for inspiration. Exactly. It's not about waiting for inspiration. Inspiration has, trust me, there's plenty of. Champs is waiting for no, someone no, to come no. write the book for him. No, no, no. It's, and say, hey, man, I had that idea. It's about, if I finished it, I would have done. It's about, in you know, the way you structure it in your head. Sometimes it's a perfectionist, perfectionism thing, I think. Yes. Like you, you feel like it should come out in a certain way. No, no, that's you. That's me. That's you. Yeah, yeah that's it, me. It's more about you than like you know the yeah, process. It's a, it's that's because you, you demand so much. The standard is very high. Yes, and the story that I want to tell needs to be very, very broad. And there's so many different, you know, threads to connect and interconnect. That so it feels overwhelming when you want to go and like put it down. In, pretty much in writing in a sense. Okay, a sense. I get that. I've, because, I've been through that, mm. and I'm telling you, just do it. Do it. Say I know this is gonna be shit the way I'm doing it right now, but once you get it down, you'll be able to look at it and see what you can fix and what you can make out of it. I mean, I we talked so many times about it's okay to set up to fail. If you allow yourself to fail, you learn so much. True, yeah. very true. How many light bulbs did we get until we perfected one? We, as in Anna Kintmaya, like, what's his face? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know who we were with. Which who, Edison? Ah, okay, sir. All yeah, right. He had a shitload of labels. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. That just flew off my head. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I apologize. It's for smart people. It's not for you, my guys. I'm, I'm, I had a rough that, weekend. So, yeah. like, you know, the jokes are still... Tell, no, tell us about the weekend. Okay, hold up. This is going to be interesting. Let's <laughs> start. I feel like we haven't, you know, we've lived life without you, which is Thank God. unusual. Thank God. swear to God. Like, no, but the past the past couple of weeks, we've seen way too much of each other. So having a break is nice. Yep. I agree. Honestly. It was a really needed break, to be honest. I feel like we put in a lot of work. Hey, welcome past the Caps to episode 54. It's your boy Adam. What's happening? What's popping? Thank you for joining us. Shout out to our tens and tens of listeners. Shout out to our uh, viewers who are also ten. tens. <laughs> tens. They're tens. I think point. they're just ten right now. Okay. What's happening? What's popping? Was good. I got my homie Turkstar behind me. Hey, 
He's right here. He's sitting. He's ready. I, I got Shamsi to my right. Putting in work. Putting in that. Huh? Putting in work. <laughs> putting in failure work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying and failing. <laughs> Trying and failing. Attempting and then uh, abandoning. I'd like to continue that conversation for a second about okay. allowing yourself to fail. I think it's great. Well, again, when I say that, uh, you, you need to be smart at the same time. Like, you know, you don't just go set out yourself to fail all your money and lose everything. Mm. No, no. Like, do something that you know has low risk, but something you want to do. Like, for example, you writing a book. You got nothing to lose. Nothing except my pride and ego. Well, okay, first off, pride, just relax. Okay, and ego. Ego, ego, okay, okay. I'm with you on ego. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ego. Pride. But that's the first step. That's the first step. No. Like, yeah. I don't think, no, see, that's the thing. Your problem is not pride and ego. Your problem is, like, from what I know, because we hang out a lot, is that you're never satisfied. It's always, okay, this is good. How can I make it better? Very true. Even though I'm like, yo, Shamsi, let go. Keep going. You come back to it later on. Like, no, 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 no. There has to be something that needs to be added. There needs to be something to be taken out. So you sit there for a long time trying to perfect that one thing before you go to the next one. And by the time you get to the next one, you already lost all your energy. True. In a sense, it is true. Maybe not losing all my energy, but being demotivated or just not having, yeah, pretty much losing all my energy. <laughs> yeah, not not having so it's, not, it's not about not having the will not about not no about, no no it's not, not about yeah. it's the energy it's it's the energy and the direction like sometimes if it's because you overthink yeah if it's not clear in front of me how to how i'm perceived look i have similar issue i my problem is if you tell me do one two three if i can't envision it in my head i have a problem going forward i would let it sit in my head i would let it cook it will take two three years it doesn't matter but sooner or later i'll get to it and when I get to it, now I have a vision for it. I see how it is. And then I attack it again. Because I don't... Every idea that I had, I never, I never tried to throw away. Every idea, Jade like, throws me a lot of amazing ideas. Mm. I never throw them away. I'll say no. Like not right now. I'll keep it in my head. Oh, no, sometimes I'll say no. Hell no. Okay. But I'll keep it in my head. I'll stick with it. And I'll roll with it. And then I'll cook it. And then sooner or later, I'll find myself back to exactly where I was supposed to be. Mm. So I don't let go. So never let go of the idea of book. Okay, you didn't fail. You just put it to the side. But sooner or later, like you get, something's going to come up. It's going to connect something to what you wanted to do. And then you're going to find that spark and jump into it again. But <clears throat> at the same time, I agree with Turks. Even though you think you don't have the idea, just keep writing. Especially when it comes to writing. I mean, sometimes it feels like planting a seed. And that's the thing. Like the seed has been planted a long time in my head. And for me to actually start the process of writing the book and structure my thoughts in a way where this is what I want to talk about and I want to do it in this way. This, this was progress to me because mm. I started from like a very initial idea. And then I got to the point where I actually have chapters written down. You know, I have a direction, a writing style, uh, you know, not a synopsis, but a kind of a timeline of, of things that I want to talk about. So all of this is considered progress to me. Now, the difficult part is, as you said, like writing that crappy first draft and knowing it's like admitting yes. and fully accepting that it is not what I expect it to be. It's not going to go be up to my standard. It's not going to be something that I'm going to feel pride in or want to show off, but it's there for me to fix and build on. And when you look at a lot of, you know, it's, I've never really considered myself as somebody who could be a writer. That's not me. I just think that like, this is a story I would like to tell. And I feel like I have the ability to tell it. So I'm fine with it taking a long time. Is the direction of it conflicting you because you have so many ideas that you're trying to fit in? Because I, I think this is one of the issues that you have. You're, you're a sponge. You're amazing at taking in information. 
So I believe in your head, you have so much information that you're trying to use to your best ability for that book. But there's so many great directions. I mean, like you've been reading books for how long? 20 years now? Give or take. Yeah, give or take. And like the, there's only like how many cabinets of books yeah. you got in the house? Plenty. Exactly. Yes. So you have all those like creative ideas and all those directions, inspirations. There you go. And you just, I think you have a problem finding the right one direction to go. I think in my head, just me thinking, I think you have the ending of where you want it to end up, but the direction to the ending is going to be a problem. How do you get there? Yeah, that's that's what I think. How do you get there? And I think that's, I mean, I can't claim to be a writer, but it's something that I see a lot of great writers face. Like I look at, look at the, what's his name? Game of Thrones guy, George R. R. Martin. Till this day, people are still waiting for the sixth, sixth book in the series, right? It's been 10 plus years since like the, the the series started book five dropped and people waited and the series ended and people are still waiting so that being able to tell your story is is not something that you can you know expect to do in a in a quick way or a quick manner but taking your time is also sometimes going to play against you because how long are you going to keep on writing this book like how long are you going to write and rewrite until mm. you feel like it's ready to be released well, we look forward to the book. That's why whenever it doesn't come deadlines, out, <laughs> no, he doesn't have deadlines. No, 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 no I no, no. think oh, no, no. R. R. Martin. Writers... I think he's waiting for people to forget about the bullshit of what was the ending of Game of Thrones. Nah, bro, trust me. He's... No, no, I, I truly believe he's like you know what? Let the stink go away for a little bit, and then I'll come back. He's he's been in that process of being wanting to be satisfied with the story. He wrote it and he wasn't satisfied. He's like this is shit. He wrote it again. We're not he's talking like, about George R. R. Martin. I'm just giving an example here. You know, yeah, and yeah. this is something that I feel like I faced. That I go with a direction and I feel this is not the right direction. I go back again. I never follow through. I never go all the way to the end. Because you're a loser, Shamsi. That's why. Because you're a loser. Because Ouch. I'm a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> High standards. Such right? motivation. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're a loser. Your books no, suck. Uh, what I'm telling you is, once you have a deadline you'll be able to to basically work towards it exactly the same thing they tell you about like a painting is never finished you can you can keep painting and painting and adding to it but once you're satisfied with what it is you need to know when to stop true that is a problem with writing when it comes to a book you're still gonna have to edit and edit and edit but once you have a deadline that you need to meet then they're just gonna okay i'm gonna stop here that's all that's fair and plus less is more so like we had this discussion very recently. This is man, man. What's archetype. happening, fellas? What's good? What's popping? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I've been good. Okay, I've been good. Tell us about your exciting uh, I, I had a adventure-filled weekend. Adventure-filled weekend. That's what it was. Right? You see the couch behind me? Mm-hmm. That was the bed. Okay. <laughs> you see this table right here? Uh-huh. That was pushed to the edge, and it was a kitchenette. Okay. I had all my coffee, everything, my milk, everything was wow, set up over here. Oh, like fully set there, up. I was quarantined here for the whole weekend. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> so okay. what happened was on, well, let's go back a little bit. Are you safe now? We are good to be here. No. No? <laughs> <laughs> Close the door. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm going to just walk around coughing in people's mouths. Uh, <laughs> anyway. That's how it started. No. So what happened was, okay, there's multiple things that happened to this. Okay. So we had very rough last two weeks. We were very busy. It was it was rough. It wasn't busy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I was... <laughs> it was because it was stretched out. Okay. Uh, almost. I was, almost. <laughs> I, my, like, I was doing so many things at once that I had... First thought, my sleep was shit. That's one. Okay. My sleep was awful. I was sleeping almost like three hours and then sleeping an extra two hours later on 
and I was just on and off, on and off, on and off. Okay. It got to a point, I think the last week when we were recording uh, for Nur Riyadh, I was exhausted. Okay. Like seriously, I was exhausted. I was with you guys, but mentally I was done, done. Okay. I think when we did the last one, DQ, and we were sitting down having a conversation, I was done. If Turk said, yo, can you get a camera? I would have swung the camera at him. <laughs> no, <exactly. laughs> I was done, we, done. We put it on work. Yeah, I was done. I mm. was cooked, man. So then Thursday, it was my little sister's engagement. Shout out, Wawa. Alf Mabrook. So, to Wawa. Yeah, Wawa. That's going to be her name from now on. <laughs> okay. She has no idea. Okay. okay? Uh, <laughs> so I went down. When I was there, I felt there was a little bit of, you know, some people around here should not be around here. Not, not, not socially distant, distanced enough? No, no, there was socially distancing. Yeah, there was a lot of people. Okay. But the problem was, is the people who showed up. Okay. I thought all my uncles were vaccinated. Oh, you thought? I thought. I was told. It's cute. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I had one on a rampage of kissing and hugging. Oh, you did? Exactly. Oh. Very cute. Because I see my uncles like once in a blue moon. Okay. So I was kissing their head. I was kissing their hand. You know, like I was like showing love as much as I can. The blue moon. Was and then it turns out one of my uncles... He was okay, but he felt like, yo, know, he, he wasn't all right. He did a COVID test without telling us. And then what, when he left the house, he didn't spend a long time. He was there for like a few minutes. But when he left, he's like, yo, I just got COVID positive. So I'm giving you a heads up. Oh, shiz. Exactly. So wait, he came over and he had just taken the test, but he hasn't gotten his results yet. No, he took the test the day before, but he didn't get his results yet. But he came over without having his results. Exactly. Yikes. Okay. He didn't spend time there. He came. He said hello. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put my uncle on blast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we we dealt with him internally. Okay. We dealt with him internally. Let's put it that way. The committee. Okay. I just want you guys to know that my dad is ex-military, so we dealt with him internally. Okay. Wow. So there was a committee. Oh no, no no, there was no committee. There was a there was a smackdown. A tribunal. So anyway. Okay. I went and I went to Shargi and came back the same day. Okay. So Wednesday we recorded. I exported. I went to sleep. I got up. I hit the road. I got there. Uh, saw the family. Saw the family. Everything was okay. And I bounced back the same night. So okay? You, okay. On my way back, like I just left the house like 25 minutes. My sister calls me. She's like, oh, by the way, my uncle's COVID positive. Oh, crap. I was like, okay. Mm. Here's the thing. I was feeling exhausted when I was there. But I didn't pay much attention. Because okay. in my head, I was like, yo, I'm, I'm mentally straight. I need to get back to the yacht tonight. Just keep thinking straight. Keep your head strong. The road is long. You know, just pile you're, up on coffee. I mean, you're good, basically. Exactly. The whole time I tell myself, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Mm. On the way back, you're like, I was doing the speed limit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. No, no, actually, I was doing the speed limit this time. <laughs> okay. This time. And then around, like, I think I was like 100 kilometers outside of Riyadh. And I started feeling weird. Like I started feeling exhausted. You find weird. Like I would, like my vision would go blurry. Okay. That and is, so that's concerning. Yeah, I I slowed down a little bit. I stayed on the right for a little bit until I felt like I was okay. Okay. Took a sip of my coffee. I felt like I had energy, and then I did the speed limit so much. Okay. <laughs> all the way to home. all the way to Riyadh. Okay. Like I remember that the <laughs> the last checkpoint, Hagriyab. Okay. Okay. Just popped up. Because I was doing the speed limit so well. Out of nowhere. It just, I just saw lights. And you just saw his brakes. Wow. <laughs> I get there. The guy comes in next to me. I was like. <laughs> 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 He's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just. Uh, by the way, I am paying the government to to rebuild all the roads. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. The funding for the Ministry of uh, Interior is uh, all. 
Your boy got it. Your boy got it. Exactly. Yes. Yes. No flash. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. As I was flying by. How kind of you. I get here. I open up uh, the work that we were working on. I was trying to look at it like I wasn't there. Mm. So you were still thinking. No, no, no. I like I totally forgot about the whole COVID thing. I just felt exhausted. I'm like, yo, it cannot be this quick. Okay. I just saw the guy for a couple. There's no way in hell's gonna be this quick. Anyway, around like 5 a.m. I pass out. I wake up Friday at 7 p.m. Oh, okay. shit. Okay? Nothing. Like nothing at that's, all. 7 p.m.? Sleep for yes. the whole week. That's yes, like- I was gone. I was gone. So in my head, it was still, yo, it was the exhaustion of the last two weeks. And I needed this huge ass sleep to, to, to basically revive. To recharge. I get up. First off, when I got home, I quarantined myself automatically. I was like, until I do tests, until I figure out what's going on. I'm not going to touch anything. It's like Melly. No. Let me yeah, out. Exactly. Out. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Lock the door. Man, my dogs. I feel so bad for them. They were behind the door like, we know we're here. <laughs> what, what do we do wrong? What do we do wrong? It's like, ow. Ow. Like, and you hear Lebna sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like oh, I know. Relax. Relax. Couple more days. Uh-huh. So I lock myself in here. Friday night, I can't taste. I can't smell. Oh, for real? At all. Okay. So you went into that. Okay. And I was like, okay. This motherfucking virus is so quick. I was talking to a friend of mine and he sent me that clip. Do you know the clip had training day for Denzel Washington? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers. Yeah. He was like, I had this Pfizer. <laughs> okay. I had this Pfizer to get the COVID. He's like, oh, you motherfuckers. Like, Trying to go into action here, basically. Fucking made me laugh, man. Oh. Fuck you, Brian. <laughs> asshole. I swear to God, it killed me. So... All of Friday, I'm like, okay, what the hell? Bro, to the point that I'll be sitting here, I'll be watching something and I cannot pay attention. Were, I can't, were, I can't. Were you feeling any fever, chills? No, no fever, no chills, okay. nothing. Headaches. No coughing. I got a little bit of headache, which was like normal to me. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't a migraine or anything. And then I keep passing out. Like exhaustion, bro. Like I would pass out again and again and again. Okay. So I woke up at seven. I passed out again at nine. Woke up at 11. And then I passed out at one. Woke up at five. Okay. I just kept sleeping. But I was like, must be fucking COVID. And خلاص, it's in the system. Yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm going to push my test till Saturday because I want to be sure. Just to confirm. Exactly. All negatives. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Nothing's wrong. At 4 p.m. I said, you got a message. Like, negative. How many, negative. How, how many tests just to make sure? 9,000 tests. 9,000 tests. <laughs> 9,000 tests. 9,000 times. Man, they drilled my mouth, nose, and other areas that I don't want to talk about. Ears. Like, you don't need this, but I want it. Let's <laughs> <laughs> make sure. Like, this is not the right way. Sir, put your pants up. <laughs> We're not in China. <laughs> Can you get your ass inside the window? I'm glad that you're feeling refreshed. Let me tell you what I was thinking. So I was like, there's no way in fucking hell it's going to be that quick. There's no way in hell. Plus, mm-hmm. you already are vaccinated. Exactly. I've been vaccinated for like three weeks now. Fully vaccinated. Okay. So I was like, maybe when we were out shooting for Nurdial, we went to a couple of like places that were very sus. Very crowded. Very sus. It wasn't crowded. The crowding is one thing. Yeah, okay, fair. And we went there and people didn't give two shits. So like nine people sitting in one area. Yeah. So I totally, when I was there, I totally forgot about COVID, about everything. And me and you, we got amazing burgers from a guy who was barely wearing gloves, I think. But yes. <laughs> what a burger, man. That what was an amazing burger. burger. Yeah. Salty, this, but this amazing burger. Salty. Nonetheless. I wonder where the salt came from. 
there. There you go. The hands. Yes. Yes. Anyway, the sweats. Anyway, so. But that that would have been like all of us have been together, right? So that would have been. That's what I was thinking. I was like, if it was because of that, then you guys would have symptoms. Exactly. Like nobody around me had symptoms. It was only me. So then one of my other friends gave me a call. He's like, yo, I went through something similar a couple of weeks ago. But like nothing happened. I was negative. There's nothing wrong with me. Whatever. I was like, anyway, I need to fucking test again, just to make sure. Good thing you're cautious and 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 I'm always uh, cautious, my guy. Looking out for the body health of the politic. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. Thank you. I, the you know, body health of the politic. Yeah. He just pulled out words and just yeah. threw it there. That's, that's the people. Well, anyway, that was my weekend. But I enjoyed the fact that I didn't have to see your faces. Did you enjoy the the solitude that you had? No, no, it was it was awful, man. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're oh my the, god, man! I'm I sure can't. you can relate, Chancy. Like Chancy locks himself up everywhere. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I do that every three weeks. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, man. Like I really hated it. Okay, I just locked up. Uh, you're, 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 I think because I couldn't work. I couldn't function. It's not just that. It's you couldn't function. You're stressed. You're worried. You're thinking about the show. You're like, fuck. You know what's happening? What am I gonna do? Not honestly, I wasn't stressed or worried about it. I was like, it's whatever. Like I'm just dealing with. Yeah, it. Yeah, I've dealt with worse shit in my life. So I was like, yo, whatever this is, I'll just have to survive it. So I didn't care. I didn't give it too much of a thought. So it doesn't stay, stay in my head. I was much more focused. Yo, could I get work done? Could I focus? Could I, could my attention span go more than three seconds? And you were not there. I wasn't there. You weren't. I was trying to color grade and my eyes were just crossing. I can't. My uh, brain would not. I've seen some of the footage. That makes sense now. <laughs> Explains a lot. You didn't see him like he was. I wasn't functional at all. So that was, I think that was the reason why I really hated the whole weekend. Like I couldn't wait till my results come out again. So I can like make sure. Like by, by I think Saturday morning, I felt much better. I felt like everything was okay. You went, you got your tests done. Like I was. Saturday morning, I was good, good, you know? But I was like, you know what? Just in case, I'm going to sit around. I think like before I was watching the classical, I had some fruits and then I can taste everything again. I can smell normal again. I was like, okay, like what the fuck was going on with me then? Because your body was recharging. Body function was... I have no idea what it was. Out of out of Could have been exhaustion, but alhamdulillah, everything is good. No, there's no problem. What was the classical? It was Saturday, yesterday. So glad I missed it. <laughs> Were you watching a movie? Uh, Mortal Kombat, yeah. Okay. How was Mortal Kombat? It's fun. It's, it's, it's good since I told you the bar is already so low. The way he started with it's fun. It's trash. It's good. <laughs> it's trash. It's, it's terrible. It's, trash. it's a great trashy movie. I'm what? sorry. It's, a, it's, a, it's an action movie. It's pure action fights, fatalities, and cheesy gory? references to the video game. And he got some comic relief there too. It's gory. It's pretty gory. It's, 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 okay. What was it rated? PG-13? No. Oh, it was rated R. Yeah, for, dropping for F-bombs and blood splatter and everything. That's what that, that's the fun part. Okay, so basically they gave you the PG-13 version with more cussing. What? No. What? I don't know. Because like, I, I put, I give it a 5 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's shitty. It's <laughs> shitty. But you compare it to the previous Mortal Kombat movies. They're all shitty. <laughs> so yes. That's the problem. Yes. I remember no, one this, of them, one, this one is, is Citizen Kane yeah. to, to those. Movies. I remember one of them being actually not bad. No, they were all bad. No. Remember Raiden? Thank you very much. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiden was shit. Yep. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, Raiden was shit. Oh, my God. So is it worth going to watch? Um, if I like shitty movies? I mean, I watched it on IMAX. If you like shitty movies, go watch it on <laughs> IMAX. <laughs> anyway, it's a shitty movie. Yeah. Okay. HBO Max. Okay. Friends, HBO Max reunion special to shoot next week. I saw the HBO there's Max. a billboard about Ooh. that. Yeah, yeah the, uh, what's the name? Friends. Friends. Yeah, they're Friends. bringing them back what? for... HBO's bringing them back? Yeah, money grab. 
HBO. It's <laughs> a good money grab. money grab. That's yes. a great money grab. Just like they did with Snyder Cut. It brought you something no, that the Snyder, fans want. Snyder Cut was not a money grab. Snyder Cut was a reimagining of a crappy movie into something much better. Yeah, but to them, it's a money grab. Okay, fine. He got sure. like For hordes the, of people on the internet demanding hordes. to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> the actual hordes, okay, yes. literal hordes. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're definitely gonna pay to watch it. And this friends, come on, how, it, many, how many people are gonna watch the friends reunion? Is it gonna be like uh, one one time thing, or is it like a whole season? I'm assuming it's gonna be a special, okay, like a one hour special. So it's a one time thing. I don't know. You tell us. I have no clue. I didn't pay too much attention. I could really Quick. care less, Quick. but I know I'm gonna watch. I would watch a yes. Seinfeld one hour special. That's an entire season of Kirby Enthusiasm. Exactly. Okay. They you missed. The, the, literally, the entire season is about them making the reunion episode of Seinfeld. And they give you the reunion episode exactly. of Seinfeld. Exactly. It's already there. Which season was it? The, was it before last? Uh, it was before they cut off, right? Yeah. Not, not before last. Eight? I think the one before. The last one that dropped was nine. So okay, then it was seven. So then maybe seven. I'm not sure. Thank you for the I'm not up. sure, but either way, you got all the cast over there. Okay, okay. thank you yeah, for the heads it's up. It's really worth watching. Appreciate it. I like it. But it's yeah, Friends, eh. It's, it's, a, it's a good show for its time. It's cringy right now, but everyone's going to watch it. Okay, here's a problem with me and Friends. As a guy who basically was there when the whole shift happened, <laughs> okay. when Seinfeld left, it made a huge gap. Okay. And that's when everybody was struggling to find the next thing. Mm-hmm. And Friends, if you watch it from season one, it was trash. And then it yes. started growing. It gets better on season four. Yeah. I, I, I don't know specifically which yeah, season. Season four, right? I have no idea. Season three, four. But what you I seem think... You to be the biggest friend fan <laughs> trust here, me. so we'll trust I, you. I've, we'll went trust with, you. I've went with Aziz fucking marathons. Ah, yeah, oh, I remember yes, those. Literally yeah. marathons. The box DVDs. The box DVDs. The, the, let's repeat. The never and repeat. Loop repeat. It's a great filler. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. exactly it's a great filler. It's corny as hell, but it's a great filler. And it's going to get you to laugh sometimes. It's gonna get laughs. Yeah, no, you. The lulls are available everywhere. You'll yeah. you'll find a laugh anywhere. Yeah. But I think what gave it a spark is the loss of Seinfeld and great shows. That's what. what that's what, what I think. What, what what other like sitcom would compete with it at a time other than Seinfeld? Different I don't remember things. to be honest. I don't remember to be honest. So the Fran show. But keep in mind that at that time NBC was like the shit. The nanny. Like remember CBS nanny? was struggling. ABC was struggling to find the right shows. Fresh Friends got off the air. Yeah, of course, everything. Got nanny better. got off the air. Um, trying to remember like other great nineties sitcoms. It's been a while, my guy. Uh, what's his name? I'm surprised no one brought back Martin. Martin, yeah. Martin. No, Martin, Martin was done a long time ago. Martin was early 90s. Yeah. Much earlier. Martin never blew up here. I don't remember it here whatsoever. I don't remember. Um, Full House was here. Yes. Full House Full was House. here, definitely. Full House was my shit. Wasn't the Cosby show running, running <laughs> to the 90s? Yeah, the Cosby show also. Okay, but seeing it wasn't. It was for, no, that was know, before. Time. It, was, uh, it was an older show, so it was a different demographic also in the audience targeting. Yep. Like, I don't think anyone wants to bring that back now. Yeah, <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Okay, what He's else? He's in the back with R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them are in the back. Uh, there we go. There we go. There we in go. the past. Let's let's uh, uh, forward now. Again, for the third time, I think the third time or fourth time right now, Clubhouse gets hacked. What? This time, 1.3 million users' information have been Fuck. hacked. Why, why are they getting Why hacked? did you make me create an account? Bro, you know Facebook got hacked. Remember when you showed me, yo, someone shot like into my Facebook? Yeah. The same day it was announced 580 million accounts were hacked. Oh, wow. Including, what was it? 10 million in Saudi? 20 million? Like a big number. Yeah, so 20 million in Saudi, Saudi, yeah. Saudi. Which is basically the country. Colina. When's the last time you used your Facebook account? Oh, ages. Oh, there we go. Ages, my guy. So did they announce anything else other than yeah. got hacked? Can I say something real quick as we get off the, co- like the topic real fast? Sure. 
if I were a princess, okay, okay, I would argue that you are. Okay, thank you. <laughs> In my mother's eyes. <laughs> if I were a princess with very pretty hair, <laughs> can I continue? Go on. Okay, because you know Cinderella got menace. Okay. Anyway, wow. so if I were a real princess, mm-hmm. I would be so annoyed okay. about these girls that name themselves Princess Something, Princess Something. All over social media. What do you mean? Why what? would you be real annoyed? Like you ain't got shit. <laughs> like what, what? Who, who are you referring to? Because I'm not. I'm not really that social media versed. I'll be very specific. Keep in mind. I'll keep. I'll be very specific. If I was real royalty, and I see these influencers using the name princess, this is why God didn't make me into a princess. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I would be calling people out left and right. Maybe her name is actually Amira. What if it's not? Okay. That, that's a different not? conversation. And it, uh, uh, why you got to go there? That's the conversation we're having. Exactly. Right now. <laughs> and to what you wanted to shift it somewhere that else. That's a different conversation. Different conversation. Okay. I mean, why would you be bothered, though? Like, why would it bother you? I'm asking you. Because you're have... misusing the title. Yes. True. You're mis- misrepresenting who I am. Or a part the majority of in their eyes, a princess is the Lua. Okay. So why do they have that idea? It's because of basic, if you watch all the cartoons from back in the day. Disney Thank you, Disney. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it was basically about that. Even if you look at little kids in, in the democratic country, they call their little daughters little princess. Mm-hmm. But they don't like monarchies. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't yeah, get yeah, it. No. Okay. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. You Good know, point, my guy. No, I never saw that. Yeah. we are a democratic nation. Yes. Hey, little princess. <laughs> okay. You're a handsome prince. You're a cute little. Oh, there's a wedding in the UK. Let's all watch. Yeah. But no, democracy. Anyway, fuck that. So looking at it, there's a lot of them. I feel like they misuse it. They think you're making me look bad, bitch. Like, why? Why should you have that title? Hmm. That makes sense. Stop analyzing. You don't know shit about shit, no, Chelsea. No, no, Let's I'm, just go away for no, it. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it for a minute. I see your point of view. It's, it's, it's. The term is usually associated with a specific type of of person, and maybe that's a bad thing that's been injected in us because of media. It probably is, right? But at the same time, when you see like actual princesses that are, that are in the public eye, you know that the term. Or that image does not really represent them. exactly, not even close. True, exactly. And True. and we have so many great examples of princesses in the public eye that have run charities or are ambassadors or Her are Royal uh, Highness uh, Princess Rima. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ambassador. Ambassadors or are you know like leaders in their fields. So great yeah, role models. Great, amazing, yes. amazing role models. I agree. So yes, it would be bothersome. What are you gonna do, man? You're gonna. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what. That, <laughs> what did I say, Shamsi? Mm. I was like, if I were, mm-hmm. there will be problems. I would be. I would be pissed, <laughs> there will be problems. But I mean, like, <laughs> because guys here don't use the word prince. You see it sometimes. Where? I mean, okay, first off, no, 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 no. First off, that's that's totally different. Okay, okay that's totally different. Okay, right. if you ever say I mean a dog again, <laughs> okay. don't blame me. I'm sorry. So I need chair at I mean a dog. Like guys use a sheikh. Yes. Okay. We use a sheikh. We don't yes. use an Amir. But don't because think, we know it doesn't fly off. Don't you think Mashaikha would actually be offended? Them. Yes. No, but see, for guys, it's something else, right? For guys, you just ignored the whole question no. that he just asked. What was the question? 
I completely did not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what was the question? Would Mashaikh be offended since you're using the term? So sheikh? I think a sheikh is a term that is given to you for certain reasons. We had a discussion about this recently. So it's not an official term. It's a a term that you are awarded or, or like you know yeah. given. Like lord. Like lord. Okay. So you're only a sheikh if you know you have mathran you've reached a certain level of contribution to, to society by whether creating jobs or being a person who's extremely generous and charitable. But there's different definitions for uh, sheikh. Yes. In society? Yes. Just in society, the majority use the word sheikh as in power. They don't use it as in religion. And there's, no, no, but there is there is the religion aspect of it. The religion aspect and, we understand. And the religion yes. aspect is also not very well defined. Because, yes. you know, because then it, they call anyone sheikh. Exactly. Yes. There's yeah. there's a traditional. Pretty sure you're going to find a lot of Twitter uh, accounts that start with a sheikh. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I think he's talking about the other term, like yes. the different term. Of... Because yes. guys, when they use the word a sheikh, it's usually associated with marjala. Yes. So it's about a lot of things. And girls, when they use the word princess, it's usually about cuties and hello kitty. Femininity. Yes. Femininity. Femininity. So, I don't know. I'm just being a hater. Like, I think if if we're going back to if I was an actual princess, I'd be bothered by, like, <laughs> guys. I just want to I, I have that clip. Okay. I just want to have that clip. If I was a princess. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, if I would be bothered by that, then on the same level, if I was a prince, I would be bothered by people who you see their accounts flan and flan. Like Muhammad bin Abdullah, like, and he leaves it at that because that builds that same, like, kind of connection. No. Oh, okay. I see what you're doing. Like there. you are, kind of misrepresenting yourself in a sense by doing that. I get that. Does that make sense? I get what you're saying. Do you know what I'm talking I, about? I understood what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just trying to get out of this conversation okay. right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I dug a hole very, are very we, deep. Are, are we done? I think I'm done. Okay. I think the hate is already coming. Do you have, do you have, okay, something else on the menu? I'll, I'm talking to Nabil right now. I'm asking Nabil a question. Okay. Plug this in for me real quick. What is, how's. No, don't tell me you're going to play. That. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I, I just asked him. I was like, yo, uh, can we? Uh, like, what is he doing? Is he asking the new? Is he cooking? Hold up. Oh man, I love yo Nabil. Shout out my homie Nabil, man. Are, are we getting? He's like, he's like, he's like, no. Let me send you a high quality version. I was like, no, nah, man. <laughs> oh, we're good. Motherfucker. Does he know that we're live on the air? I told him I was like, we're live. Let me use this. We're real quick. literally. He's arguing with me. He's like, no. <laughs> Tell me where you want me to send it to you. Nabil, this is you know your fans are seeing this. This is <laughs> this is unseemly. <laughs> All right. So Nabil, Nabil sent me this. Okay. Remember when when he played that last track in Turkish, he was asking for more echo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he fixed it. No. No, no, no. no. He didn't fix that track. Okay. But he did. playing with me, my guy. Basically, he sent me this. He's like, tell Turks I got his echo. (laughs) First off, I think it's the wire. Yes, the wire is messing up. Because it keeps going tomorrow. That was cactus. That was cactus. He just decided to play. You plugged it in? Yeah. All right, give me a second. I don't think he's going to play well, but I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> My bad, Nibby. We butchered the sound. It's, it's the plug. It's I messed up. I want a little bit. But I, wanna, I want you to do, do you know what happened? Yeah. Do you hear the track? Yeah. This is an unreleased track by Nabil. So Nabil took Turk's line of saying, I just want a little bit of echo. I just need a little bit more echo and put it on a track 
added him added Echo to yeah, Turks yeah, yeah. on a track that already has Echo. This is what we call checkmate, bro. Yeah. This, is, this, <laughs> is, this is checkmate. This is, I, I, I don't know what to say now. He I took his words, echoed it, put I'm on done. a track of Echo, and then added I'm more done. Echo, and he's like, "Here's your Echo." Posterized. Turks exactly. was posterized. Basically, this is what happened. Shit bro. is so fucking yes. meta, my you, guy. You have <laughs> it is actually so meta. But then again. Uh, Shout out to Nabil. Thank Shout you for that. Nabil. Thank you for... We need love a new you. plug. Love yeah. you, Nabil. Well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he immortalized you. Yes. I love him. Literally. Love him. Uh, that was, that was a checkmate. That was a yeah. great checkmate. Yeah. Yeah. You got you there, my guy. You exist, well done. You, well done. You, exist with, you exist within culture now. Like, I, I Shout, out, my Shout out to the homie, Nabil. What, what do you say when you like drop your king? No. What happened to him? What happened to him? When you drop your king on the chessboard, my guy. My guy, uh, he wasn't doing this. Uh, he was doing this. Uh, uh, do. Just the uh, one. Do. Habba. No, you fool. Uh, okay, he doesn't get it. It's checkmate. Right. It's checkmate. It's not check. No. When I like when you drop your king, خلاص, you don't want to, you forfeit the game. You concede. I concede. You concede. I concede. You concede? Yeah. That took that long to get here. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now. Let's that, never explain shit to okay, Shafsi or not, at all. anything. Now that we're there far, this far behind, a lot of people just already stopped listening. Mm-hmm. Now I can get to an important topic oh, I was great. having with someone. Okay. And you guys are free to bow out if you want. Okay, bow out. Okay. okay. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Let me just have a sip of water real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is just for the uh, for the OG listeners. Yes. Yeah. See, I love Turks. When I said let me have a sip of water here, Omaki just took over. Mm-hmm. My guy understands. This is why I love this guy around. Not you. Show business. He drank water with me. Okay. <laughs> That's a good idea. Like I like water. That's all good. So I had a conversation with someone who will remain nameless because he has to be nameless. Okay. Um, we're going to call him... Anonymous. Let's call him Anonymous. <laughs> no. Hello, Anonymous. <laughs> no, he already had a name. You got a name already. In my I call him Misfer. Okay. Misfer. Yes. Okay. Is that a representative Figured. name? He hates it. Okay. And he knows why. <laughs> yeah, he <hates> okay. <laughs> so, Misfer has to do with things with music and the industry. Okay. I can't tell you where or anything like that. Okay. And we had a conversation that it had a lot of hate in it from his side. Okay. But I think I, I gave him my point of view and I would like to see your point of view in all of this. Okay. Both of you. Sure. The conversation is about Middle Beast. Interesting. So he asked me, we had a long conversation and then we got into Middle Beast and what Middle Beast is doing and what they've been doing for a while. And he said, <sighs> let me just get straight to the hate. Mm-hmm. Forget what he said before. What did, no, what did he say? What okay. did he say? No, he was talking about, okay, like I see what these guys are doing. Uh, I don't see how they fit in the record uh, label uh, sector. I do not know what they are exactly. What's their identity? No, he works in record labels. Okay. Uh, He holds a very great, great position. Okay. So we're not close friends. I'm friends with him through another guy, Mm -hmm. but we talk every now and then, especially since the podcast started, we've been having a lot of conversations about Spotify and stuff like that. Shout out, Misfit. Shout out, Misfit. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) So he said, what makes Middle Beast the standard? As in, in the right now. Is that a question you're asking? Or are you he asked me. I, I already had the answer. The fact that. And the thing is, I had the answer. And this, this goes like to Big Beast and everybody else. This is on them, not on us. Because they have to find a way to tell people exactly who they are. Because I know what's behind the scenes. So I understand why Middle Beast is basically the bar. Okay. So it was, I, I had to put the conversation into like a structure that we can, me and him have a conversation on. So we decided to stick to just not the record label, just to look at house music. Okay. House, techno, trance, and so on. 
And he asked me, okay, they're, they're putting these people out there and they're saying, for example, this guy is an OG or this guy from back in the day has been doing it in Saudi. And he's like, I've never heard of this guy in my life. Okay. And he's like, they're putting up these DJs that I've never seen ever in my life. And they're saying, yeah, these guys are the DJs in Saudi. But like these guys have low following, not enough backing. Not big profiles. I don't know about big profiles, but along that line. So their power is that they're controlling the narrative. That's exactly it. He said to me, he thinks from what he sees is that Middle Beast is not being transparent. If I can use that word, I'm not sure if this is the correct word or not. Okay. But hey, you guys are saying these guys are OGs, but how do we know? So I said, you want to hear my point of view? You guys want to discuss this real quick? Like, it's an interesting perspective. And I mean, okay, let's go back for a second. Why are Middle Beast the standard? That's, I think that's the first well, question, right? Well, I, I know the answer to yeah, that. That's but, why I give, want me to give you the answer? Uh, if I can give you my answer? Yeah, give me your answer. There's, I, there's two, two reasons for it. One, it was very well supported when it was first initiated, right? And it was, it was handled by people who had an understanding of the scene, the house music scene. This is one big part of it. And the second is there isn't really any competition in the scene whatsoever. So how, how you know, if you, there's nobody, you know, you're fighting with, then it's very easy for you to be able to be, to dominate okay. the entire space. So let's say they are dominating, which they are, okay? If they tell you, well, uh, here's Adil. Adil is one of the great DJs of Saudi, and he's been an underground DJ for like 15 years. Would you believe them? I have to take your word for it. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Why would you accept it from them? This was his question. Why, where, what gives them their credibility? Yes. That's a good question. Uh, I think if he attended the event that they threw a couple of years ago, he would have seen that it was crafted by people who really do you know, care about the culture. It he should, did show. go to the event. Okay. And in his opinion, it was a collection of DJs. Okay. So it wasn't that hard to pull off. He's talking about the local scene, not the international scene. He was very specific. This I thought I had a great conversation. Interesting. So his perspective. So again, so his point was why are why should I take your word that these people are locally the, here are who you say they are? Like why wouldn't you take my word though? Like I would want because to you guys you. have no uh, track record of these guys, and these guys have been DJs for so long. You, there, there's no proof of that. How do I know that these guys have been underground DJs for like twenty years? How do I know that? Can you prove otherwise? Like that's, you, that's another conversation. Yeah, you would be able to ask people who know these guys, for example. But again, that's not the point, though. The point is not for you to go and, and verify whether these people... No, no, this is called, hey, they're, they're a strong business and they're a strong brand. And this brand is kind of hurting my brand. And so I'm trying to pick at them and to figure out where their flaws are. That's okay, which is so fair. I'll give his, you the answer. From his point of view. So. I'll give you the answer from my point of view. And I am not associated with Middle Beast whatsoever. But there's people there that I've known for a long time. So this is what I said. I said, you need to look at the people involved. If you look at the people involved, you'll kind of understand. If you know these people from before. So to me, Big Beast is on the top. Okay? So Big Beast, I've known him a good 15, 16, 17 years. Okay? Okay. You have Muhammad Nasar, Vinyl Mode. I've known him and his older brother around the same exact time also. His older brother, Ahmed Nassar. Now, let's take Mohan Nassar in vinyl mode for a second. Okay? Ahmed Nassar is a great friend of ours. Ahmed Nassar is, has great taste in house music. 
and old R&B. And when his brother Muhammad, when Muhammad is growing up, he was, Muhammad loves his older brother. Like the, the love both of them have for each other is so strong. So he always looked up to his brother. So Ahmed would always share new music with Muhammad. Okay. He would buy equipment from Muhammad. And Muhammad would begin DJing. He began, he started learning, mixing and doing things and looking for his sound. And Muhammad kept building on that until Muhammad became who Muhammad he is right now. Yeah. Vinyl mode. I, I remember like going to uh, events with Muhammad in Bahrain and like so many places. He was he was in Europe. He was in Greece for a while. So he built a following. He built the audience. Yeah, because he's been here for a long, long time. So if you are looking at Middle Beast alone, yeah, you, you can have that assumption. But if you're looking at the people of Middle Beast, no. Big Beast, Ahmed, the homie Khaled Jawa, and the list goes on and on and on. They were in all the events, all the parties. They know all the DJs. There are DJs have been doing it for 15, 20 years here that no one knows about. And who maybe are not even looking for that recognition. It's not about looking for the recognition. They, there was, the platform wasn't there for them to shine. And now Middle Beast came in and the people inside Middle Beast already have the knowledge. True. So they're saying, yo, he is an OG. And because we know this because we were there with him. If I can finish my sentence. Okay. He's an OG. He's been here for a long, long time. We know that. We saw him in 2004. We saw him in 2003. We saw him in LA. Like they know the people. So yes, if you look at just Middle Beast, you'll, you can have that thought and that assumption that they're just, you know, making things up. But the people employed in it, they understand the scene. They understand the business. This is why Middle Beast is so good. This is why they know how to cater to people. I agree. Because everyone, and now I'm going to say everyone, the people that I know inside Middle Beast, you cannot tell me they're not knowledgeable. You cannot tell me Ramadan is not knowledgeable. You cannot tell me Muhammad is not knowledgeable. Ahmed. The list goes on and on. Ahmed's not part of Middle Beast, but I don't, I don't, maybe he is. I have no idea. Like the people, That's the people involved. Associated. And you, when you have the people who understand the local scene, because house music wasn't big in Riyadh. It was huge in Jeddah. Jeddah was, I remember there was a... <laughs> that was where the scene was located. Yeah, there was a huge like petition or something to get Tiesto to come to Jeddah. Okay, oh, yeah, when Tiesto was popping. Malabat Nice. So, a petition. Like, that, that's what... It was an online bullshit. Exactly, was just waiting for their signatures. Yeah, like, yo, man, I want to come, but there's no signatures. <laughs> <laughs> wow. so, people want me. house music and trance and deep house and everything was in Jeddah. It was popping in Jeddah. And Riyadh, I think it was only like... In, in DQ and whatever the embassies did events, they had some sort of DJs that come they, here. They had the Riyadh had a couple of different also things. when I say Ahmed Nassar, I mean the Saudi Ahmed Nassar in Jeddah, not the one from Lebanon. There's two Ahmed Nassars in both DJs. I'm sure there's yeah, so it's okay separate them more than because Ahmed Nassar from Lebanon was big here. Okay, for like between the embassies, he used to do the parties for them and so on. So anyway, they have people who understand the scene, and they know who's been here for a while and who's been working hard and who's good at what he does. So I would. Take Middle Beast's word for it. If Middle Beast tells me this guy is such and such, I believe them because I know them. I just don't think Middle Beast communicated the right information to people. I mean, I think, uh, as you mentioned, like this guy that you were talking to, he's looking for a reason to nitpick. He's looking for a reason to, to poke holes. And when you're telling me, I mean, I don't know most of the people that you mentioned. I, you know, I know. You don't know any of them. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I maybe, <laughs> you don't know any of them. I maybe one, met one of them once or twice. But the point is that I, I understand that these people are extremely passionate about what they want to do because you can see it in a lot of things that they do actually end up doing. They do end up executing. Like the fact that 
the whole Freakways thing, the way it started off with a lot of local talent and even people that we know, you know, like I'm thinking of Majid, like these are the people that kicked off. Khaled. Yeah. These are the people that kicked off that, that whole event. And they keep on bringing you international talents while at the same time letting you know that, yo, these are local talents. Now, whether you, you know, like them or not is a different question, but the fact is they are putting them on a platform and they are giving them that exposure. And that is always going to be a good thing. Like putting out local tasking. Yeah, we know that. That's not what I'm saying. We're saying, but they didn't communicate the right information to people of why those people are great or how long they've been here for. You know what I mean? I mean, if you say Adil has been here for 20 years, okay, like give me a, a better bio. Like, what does this guy want? He wants a documentary, basically. Like, I'm not. I'm not telling you what he wants. I'm just asking. No, me and him, we both agree on the message. I think Middle Beast has a lot to offer that they're not communicating properly. My personal opinion, I could be wrong. I think I think Middle Beast has a lot of room and a lot of range to do a lot of things, honestly, because that does not answer my question, Champ. So you you're just making it vague all over again. No, no, but that point, how what they want to communicate, it just needs to craft the message. What is the message they want to deliver? Right? We know that, Champ. Is, is it is it no no is it is it is it an idea of highlighting excellence or is it highlighting local talent? Because those are two different messages. You can approach them in two different ways, you know. Whether it's I show I want to show you the best or no I want to show you the local or the homegrown. What was your question again? Doesn't matter because you just ruined the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me go back this way. Into what are you saying? Showing off local talent or showing off excellence? Okay, those are two different things. We can't talk about excellence because we don't have the history. Okay, this guy is great, but we've never seen him sell out mm. because these people, these people, these musicians, these artists, these DJs. All of them never really had the chance to shine. True. So Middle Beast now is putting that platform for these people to shine and inspiring younger generations to come in and to build. It's like you're telling this younger generation, no, you can do it and there's a place for you. So whatever which, you which see... Is a, which is a great message. Exactly. I, I think this is, what, uh, this is what I feel it is. I don't know if this is how they're communicating it, but to me, if you are not looking at Middle Beast as an opportunity, you're stupid. I mean, for anybody... for anybody who is interested in that genre in that scene if you aspire to become a creator seeing middle beast is going to be extremely inspiring to you because you know you have a home there's always going to be a place where you can go to and whether you make it or not is going to go back to you how much craft you put in how much effort you put in but at the end of the day there is a place that i can actually go and get an audience so that is extremely inspiring that is extremely encouraging now question is what about the rest of the genres of music that's a different question, obviously, but uh, question. Yeah, that's not I'm just saying that's a different question. No, the, I I think Middle Beast will get into all the genres. I think Middle Beast will get into Arabic. I think Middle Beast will get into hip hop. They'll get into pop. I think Middle Beast as a the record label, I think they're gonna they're gonna chase everything. Because as a record label, you need to generate money. So you're gonna take if this guy is the best, you're not gonna say, Oh, I'm only for house music. No. You're gonna take this artist, you're gonna help build him and you know move forward. Mm -hmm. So I think sooner or later Middle Beast will branch out to everything else. I look forward to share that Middle Beast. <laughs> That's the thing. What is Middle Beast gonna be in the future though? Is it gonna be, hey, we're the Sony of Saudi? So we do everything basically? Yeah. Or or are we gonna be providing entertainment to Saudi? Those are two great questions that we don't have the answers to, and let's not go through it. Look at you doing an analysis. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's more questions. There's charts than that. happening. In exactly. Yes. Like you know, Sony was a great example. Sony is actually a great example. Yeah, because I'm trying to see. But you know what? The funny thing with Sony, what? 
the Sony, I might be a little bit off details here, but Sony at one point in time was dominant in so many different fields. And then slowly, 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 they started losing their dominance until it became they got. To but that's point. a different that's no, a different no. conversation yeah. because Sony wasn't into wasn't into what's the name uh, R and D was into uh, products. They were into a lot of things no. that Middle Beast is not even gonna look at. No, but I'm saying we look at Sony Music only. And what I'm saying is it got to a point where the whole company became uh, uh, had a lot of losses, and there was one part of the company that was sustaining the rest of it, which is PlayStation, which was PlayStation. Now the question is when middle beast that is a stretch it's my okay. guy let me, let me, their cameras are powerful their lenses are powerful i'm saying it's at a point uh, in time no no i think time. all their products have been popping i don't think they were surviving on the question the question uh, the analogy though why i want to make here is that middle beast started off with events right and middle beast now is expanding into a lot of different things like we're seeing the record label announcements you know it's obvious that they have a lot of plans for a lot of bigger things are they going to get to the point where they're going to have to be relying on one big thing to sustain them and the rest of the things are just, you know, side projects? Or will they be able to make the rest of these things, you know, sustainable entities revenue generating on their own? Another question to ask for the future. I don't think it's a question to ask for the future. I think Middle Beast is going to focus specifically right now on just managing artists and events in, in the short term. I That's the start. And in the long term, no matter where they put their hand, it's not going to be a problem as long as it has to do with music entertainment. Because you have record labels that own other companies that hold something specific in what's name? In entertainment. Would it make sense to have a Middle Beast esports team? Why would Middle Beast look at an esports team? I'm asking. Would it make no, no. Sense? I'm, I'm, still, I'm asking you, why it's, would they think that? Because esports is part of entertainment, right? Yeah, but again, we're, we're specific. We said music and entertainment. So you're stuck around that. Shdakhil esports. I'm I'm asking a general question. No, would you, would you imagine? Middle Beast never came out and said I'm going to be the I'm going to be everything. I'm a, I'm a company of everything. They never said that. I mean, the idea of entertainment is something that you can expand. That's that's the point I was trying to make. So yeah, but no. Hold on, relax, relax, relax. Okay. Yes, you can expand, but there's a certain scope that you can expand in. You're not going to say, "Well, entertainment is football. I'm going to make I'm going to make a football team." True. See what I mean? Hmm. So no, if you say music entertainment, they have a box to play in, and they're always going to be leading that box. It's a very big box. Not really. Really? Not really. You think it is? It's not. I mean, it's, it's, not. it's the entire Middle Beast will need to branch out to different things because that box is not big enough yet. So esports? No, no, <laughs> idiot, no! Oh my god, okay, man! So not esports? No. Okay. We said no like uh-huh. ten minutes ago. Still goes back to esports. What do, you, what do you think they would be branching out to? I am not going to say anything because Big Beast gets angry at me, and I'm not going to be involved in this. Okay, I'm 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 telling you a conversation that I had with a friend of mine. Friend is a stretch. Okay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a friend is someone that I can be down with. I'm not down with him. Okay. Uh, Yo, Mister, don't get angry, but I know that we're just, you know, getting business information off like, each other. We're not real cool friends. You're getting. Yeah, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. No, we're not even gonna know each other. No. no. He has a direction. I have a direction. And he's just trying to see what I think. Everybody's moving in his own way. Yeah, but again, I I think, I think Middle Beast's message needs to be worked on, in my personal point of view, because if businesses don't understand what it is, that's a question mark right there. As consumers, we know what it is. What actually, we think we know what it is. I mean, I think to us, to the general perception is, correct me if I'm wrong, Turks. They are the place to go for house music and EDM. Simple as that. It's a big event. 
and then they started doing videos and now they're doing their own record label so it's always revolving around that specific area the shift from events to like what's the name i think they start doing online the freeways and everything like that i don't think that was a huge like surprise that's no. that if you want to be relevant sense. throughout yeah if you want to be relevant throughout the whole year this is a demographic where you need to jump into and it made sense it was and the timing of it as well was was pretty good because people were stuck at home and a lot of people like ended up using i ended up using that music as music to work to you know so it was something that was constantly smack the mic and uh, it was something that was constantly playing in the background so it, it it was it was good it was smart it was great the the challenge they had is this year and everything that happened this year in the sense of like not being able to host events and and and, and. but at the same time you see them now moving maybe it's about time Maybe it could have moved earlier. Shams, he says a lot of words, man. Did you understand anything he's saying? I'm, I zoned out. I zoned out. Halfway when he was talking, I just zoned down. Like, what is he talking about? He's just boring me with words. Thank you. I think it'll be surprised with the record label. I think that was a surprise. Wouldn't see them go in that direction. And I think there's going to be a couple of more surprises coming around the way. Because I think there's a lot of things that they can reach, reach out to. And... I don't know. Like, I heard rumors, but I'm not going to pass rumors because I have friends there and I don't want them to get angry at me. But what I want to say is, like to Misfit, how long was Balu around? How long was Majid around? How long was Khads around? I think Majid's been around for a minute. Yeah, all, all of them have been around for a minute. Exactly. So I don't think that Middle Beast saying this guy is an OG, even though they never said it, but I'm giving an example. Mm. If they do say that, I think there's people there that have credibility. There you go. And people who would know that would call out that kind of shit if it wasn't accurate or... Yeah, because they're not trying to take your money. That, that's the great thing about Middle Beast. This is why you cannot say, hey, they're bullshitting. They're not trying to sell you something. They're telling you this guy is great. And they're giving you... And they're, and they're showing the guy in front of you. They're recording it. They're playing it for you. You can go and get the... Uh, what's it? The mix. The mix. Mm the mixtape okay <laughs> so you can get all of that it's all available for you i just think a lot of people don't understand how middle beast is around here i mean because maybe a lot of people weren't really exposed or aware of the the existence of that scene here you're telling me this guy's been djing in saudi for 10 years how come i've never heard of him because that's not your scene you're no not. because it was underground and you know, that's what i'm saying that's not your scene you don't know the people there you're not involved in it so it's just, there's it's a lot surprising. of great people that had to stay underground yeah. because of the circumstances that we used to live in but right now is the time for them to come out and some of them will some of them won't some of them will think their time is gone but there's still a lot of great things in the back that you know you can go back and remember and pull out of and you know let people hear there's a lot of things on i think social media also but I, all i'm just saying is that middle beast is the national pride in my opinion, um, the business aside, as as it is, as a company, it's uh, something that we need. If something, if you want something to lead the the culture and music, exactly, this is what you need. And they have the right staff and the right people, so they do have the credibility. They have the people and the know how. So I think you should be believing them. Uh, out of respect to them, because I got homies there, but like you know, we, we don't discuss things. We don't we don't talk business. We barely talk. But they but they are pioneering. And they have, like you see, when co concerts first started, there was concert, then there was Middle Beast. Like they took things to a whole nother level in the sense of organization, in the sense of offering. So the thing that makes me comfortable about this is that I know a thousand percent 
that they have a great leader in Big Beast and a great visionary. So with him holding the line, I think we're going to be okay. I think the opportunities will come. And if you, if everybody wanted something to go to and to say, hey, I'm here, I'm available, the place is there and available for you. And they're looking for you. They are looking for you. If you have great music, they are looking for you. They're, they've been out there. We've been hearing rumors about, not rumors, we've been seeing them. Rumblings. Yeah, like approaching people, say, hey, let's communicate, let's talk. Let's get in touch. Yeah, let's get in touch. So it's been going on for a while. So I wish them the best of luck. And uh, I hope everything goes well for them. And uh, they are a national pride, to be honest, whether people like it or not. You hear that, Turks? To dust off your songwriting booklet. Diary. Diary. Was it a diary? We need a, we need a new plug. Fuck yeah, we definitely. Yeah, we do. They're looking for you, Turks. The world needs to hear your great songs. Okay. Give me that book. I'll write a song about it. <laughs> like, you could do it with the ukulele. You yeah. could do it with the... Would you back into it? What was it? <laughs> What's that thing called? The, the thumb thing? The thumb thing? Yeah. That's, uh, the that's called, that's called the late an hour. The, so. <laughs> the kalimba. Do you know what a kalimba is? Who what? A kalimba. A kalimba. No, no. This is the thing that you buy off Instagram yes. when you look at sponsored ads. Uh, that is that thing when you say like the big black. It's not it's a not big black. black box. It's a, it's a box with it's a, a blue box. With, uh, like steel. It's not strings. It's, it's thumbtacks. Wasn't it green? It's forks. Yes, that's the, the green with the thumbtacks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it has strings into it. And it it's plays not, sounds. Yeah. It's not strings. It's just the, the it's the, forks. The, the, the forks. Yeah, yes. it's forks. I don't remember. It's I remember there were strings. Wasn't it's it? Metal strings? forks. No. It's the little metal thing. You just ping. It I think resonates. that's called the fork. Technically, it is called a fork. Yes, but it's not the fork. So you, you, you fork. Can it. we go? Yeah, you I think we're good. Can we go? Can we go? Look up Kalimba. Turks is gonna make music. Kalimba. You'll know what it is. What is it? Kalimba. Spell that. It's K A L I M B A. Kalimba. Yep. We out. <laughs> yeah, we're good. <laughs> we get this shit. Yo. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.